Merry Christmas. Today is Sunday the 26th. I've already posted my sermon from this morning. I am actually in the process of driving right now, but don't worry, I'm hands-free because this is a voice recorder and not, like, whatever kind of recorder would be not hands-free, but I am driving. Uh, Just a quick update. I got my car back. It cost a little bit more than I'd expected, so it was even more expensive, but Uh, At least I have it back, so that's good, and we'll just hope that there are no more problems. Also, quick announcements. Uh, This Thursday is the lock-in at 11.30 p.m. to 6.30 a.m., and that will be uh, at the church. It's free. There will be food, games, hide-and-seek, movies available, games, stuff like that. Uh, It'll just be a lot of fun. We'll just kind of hang out and do uh, fun stuff kind of like the youth group game time except for significantly more hours so it's a good time to bring friends um we have we'll have the gym open with whatever people want to do there so it, it there it's not going to be like hey you guys have to do this right now we might do a couple things like hide and seek or something where uh, everybody does it together but for most of the night it's not going to be like hey you can't have fun on your own you have to uh stand and sing in a corner although i don't know why i thought of that i'm going to keep going i am very tired Um, Anyway, I just wanted to drop a podcast because I said that I would, even though technically I already did. But I like to make sure to do a Stevie side quest uh, each weekend that we don't have youth. I do miss youth. Uh, We still don't have it next week. But then the 9th we'll be back for everything, and it'll be really constant again. So that'll be good. So I hope that you all come back. I hope that you all are having a wonderful Christmas. Um, One of the things that I talked about this morning, and I'm not going to recap the whole thing, but it's just what I am going to talk about right now. I mentioned that a lot of people this time of year talk about how Christmas and Easter are great times to invite people to church. And that's true. But we talk about it like, oh, well, it's Christmas and Easter. Those are our major holidays, and that's when churches go big. And so if you bring people in, like, they're going to be more likely to come because they want to see the lights or they want to see, like, or hear the songs or, like, they just want to be a part of it because they understand. And that that might be part of it. I, I do believe that that is all part of it. But more than that, I think the way that we as Christians act those two times of year is different than the rest of the year. Now, I'm not saying that uh, every single Christian is uh, only a Christian at uh, Christmas and Easter. I'm not saying that at all because that's not true. But I think that we go above and beyond with our love and our hope and our peace and our joy at those times of year. Um, We're more forgiving. We're more understanding. We're more hopeful. uh, We're more loving. And, and I think those things make it more attractive, so people see that. And then throughout the rest of the year, we get involved in different things like politics and petty arguments. And uh, he said, she said, they said, we said, like, disagreements and things like that. Um, and, and we go from there. But if we could just get a hold of ourselves and be like we are right now, this time of year, all the time. Now, nobody's perfect, and we're not going to be perfect, and we're not going to, you know, be kind all the time, although we would, should try. Um, but if we could just do better, if we could just think of it like that, like, hey, you know, maybe if I were more forgiving and more understanding throughout the year, then people would be more accepting of going to church or whatever. And so that's something that, that I really like. I don't believe in New Year's resolutions, mainly because people make resolutions that are really ridiculous, and then when they fall apart, instead of saying, well, you know, at least I did this, and I can do a little bit more, they're like, well, I quit, I failed. Um, And I've been guilty of that in the past also, so I just try to do better each year now. But um, what I do believe is in trying, regardless of the time of year, to do better. And that's what I talk about a lot. That's what we should do a lot. 
Um, so that's pretty much my message portion. I'm going to talk a little bit of sports now, so if you don't care about sports, you can go ahead and end it, although I will go to movies at the very end. So if you have not seen the greatest movie of all time starring Tom Holland, uh, then maybe don't super... Well, no, I won't spoil it. You can listen still. Uh, so I'm going to hit sports real quick. Um, the Packers are the one seed, and I believe the Chiefs are the one seed in the AFC. I do not think those two teams will meet in the Super Bowl. Um, my, one of my favorite things, no offense, Luke, I think the Packers are very good, and I think they could make the Super Bowl. But one of my favorite things is the Wikipedia had been changed at one point to say that to define the NFC Championship game as the game in which the winner has a or one team has uh, the chance to go through and beat Green Bay to go to the Super Bowl. Um, now I think this year could be different because I don't think anybody is stellar. I would still. Uh, even without Godwin, I still think the Bucks are going to be up there, but I think the Packers may have it. Um, but we'll see, because the Rams, the Niners, like there's a lot of good teams in the NFC. Uh, even the Cowboys have a shot, so it really depends on matchups. So it will be interesting to see. Now watch somebody like, uh, I don't know, the Falcons somehow make it, although I don't think they make the playoffs. Um, in the AFC... The Chiefs are hot right now, and they're the one seed. I still don't think they have it for the playoffs. I just don't think the running game is good enough. Uh, the Bills beat the Patriots just a little bit ago, and I had thought the Patriots were the best team. Uh, the Bills are looking good again. I, I, I want to say badly that the Titans uh, can do it, but it entirely depends on whether Derrick Henry comes back. So if I were to pick right now, and I put my heart in it, I would have to say, I mean, my hope would be Titans Bucks, no offense to everybody else, but I guess if I had to pick like an official pick, although this isn't official because I haven't really checked anything out, I'm going to go Packers, and I am going to go Bills. I think they could get it back together, but we'll see because I wouldn't be surprised at anything right now out of the current playoff matchups. Uh, let's see, NBA. Uh, the Lakers stink, and that's awesome. Um, they were poorly put together, and so it's not a surprise, although some people act like it's a surprise. Uh, the Warriors are very good and don't even have Klay Thompson back yet, which is impressive. Uh, Steph Curry is the current MVP, although Durant and Giannis are both doing great. Uh, and I feel like there's one more that I'm forgetting that's doing great. Jokic, maybe. So we'll see the NBA. Uh, I don't think the teams that are at the top right now will stay at the top. Uh, I'd love to see the Bulls make it. I'd love to see the Warriors or the Suns or somebody make it. I wouldn't mind seeing the Bucks win again. I don't know. It's too early to call because there's so much that can happen. Uh, I don't think that Kyrie will help the Nets very much. Uh, hockey is on a hold. I don't think anything's happening in boxing, and I refuse to talk about either, either of the Paul brothers. Um... I think that's it for that, so let's go to movies. I've seen Spider-Man currently three times. It's awesome. Uh, if you are not a comic movie fan, I think you'd still like it because everybody else seems to. Uh, Tom Holland is the absolute best. The way that I look at it, I'm uh, famously not a fan of the original three. I don't mean that they're not good movies, but they're not Spider-Man. So Tobey Maguire is an excellent Peter Parker. He can play Peter Parker, and he can be like he is nerdy and, and kind of nice and and respectful and, and sad and all of these things, but he's an 
awful Spider-Man because he does not change who he is. He continues to be Peter Parker. And the entire point of Spider-Man is that he's a hero who sacrifices everything, but he also like has this this era of confidence, this aura of confidence and humor about him uh, that he doesn't have as Peter Parker. Uh, on the flip side, Andrew Garfield was a great Spider-Man and not a very good Peter Parker, although that's all that I will say right now. Uh, after everyone's had a chance to see the movie, I will talk more maybe about the movie. Uh, but Tom Holland is the best of both worlds, I believe. And so if you like Tom Holland, uh, as you should, the movie is awesome. And if you don't like Tom Holland, as you shouldn't, wait, as you should still, uh, the movie is still awesome. Uh, I won't say much about it. I don't think there's any other movie that anyone would care to hear me talk about. Not that anyone cares to hear me talk about this. Uh, I guess West Side Story. I saw the West Side Story remake. Uh, it's very respectful of the original. It's very good. Uh, the woman that plays Maria, it's like her first movie role. I believe she's fresh out of high school or maybe college, but she's very young and very, very good. Uh, she is really good at as Maria. Um, a couple of the other casting roles are really good. The guy that plays Tony's friend or cousin or something, I forget the names, uh, he's really good. Uh, and there are a couple other good roles. Uh, Tony's fine. But he's not terrific. He's fine. Uh, he's believable. It's just I, I didn't, I, you know, I could take or leave him. Um, that's probably it for movies because I'm blanking on anything else that's out. I haven't seen the new Matrix yet. Uh, I'm not super excited for it. I liked the original Matrix. I did not like the two sequels. Uh, I'm hopeful that this will be more like the original, and so I might like it. Um... I hate making that noise, so hopefully that's not annoying. Uh, I've been playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey a lot uh, because let me I'm going to gripe a little bit for the three people that are still listening, and by three, I mean one person that's still listening. Hi, Mom. Uh, but Assassin's Creed was a wonderful premise, like it was a good, and they're good games. The first game was really good. Well, the first game was good. Uh, in the second game, they fixed everything, they added some, and they made them really exceptional. Like it was a great story and a great game, and it was fun. Uh, the third one uh, was pretty good. Like I would say, it's close as, to as good as the second one. They make it more open world, and so it's got a little bit more to it, and uh, yet it still keeps the assassin feel and like the stealth stuff and everything. A little more fighting, but still. The fourth one, it's fine. Uh, and then, I believe that's Revolutions. Uh, Black Flag is one of the worst games I've ever played, and I know that some people like it, and I know that some people like pirates. It's not necessarily that pirates are involved, it's that you're forced to do these ship battles that are completely different than anything you've ever done in any of the games. And so, it's ridiculous and it takes you out of it. Uh, and then, what they've done now with Origins and now Odyssey, They've added like a billion and three random side quests and collections and like alternate things and so it takes about 60 hours to beat them, uh, even not doing 100%, and it doesn't fully tie together as much as it used to. Now they're good and I'm really having fun and I love uh, Greek history and mythology so I really like the Odyssey tie-ins and things like that, but just it's they're getting too big and they're getting to be more like an open world like uh skyrim or fallout type game which i like those games but that's not that doesn't work as well for a stealth assassin game um but still it's fun and i'm enjoying it uh i don't know what i'm going to play next probably spider-man miles morales because i'm in spider-man mood 
Uh, as far as TV, uh, I just finished Hawkeye finally. It's amazing. It's great. Uh, I wasn't. I knew that I'd like it because I like all the MCU stuff, but I wasn't sure how much because I like Hawkeye, but uh, obviously there are other Avengers I like more. But it's great, and there's somebody else that's in it that I love, and and they're amazing. Uh, there's some surprises, and the absolute best part. If you haven't seen it, go to the first. Well, the final episode and the after credit scene. This isn't a spoiler because it's not like part of the story, but. During the first episode, Hawkeye is watching Rogers the Musical, which is about the Avengers battle in New York. And they do like the full production of the the first song, and it's amazing, and I love it so much. I've already downloaded the song. And in the final episode, uh, the after credits scene is that scene, like played all the way out, and I love it. I want to see Rogers the Musical more than I've ever wanted to see anything in my life, uh, other than Spider-Man No Way Home, and Endgame, and probably some other things. Anyway. Uh, that's about it. I don't really have anything music. I don't think I have anything else, so I'm going to stop talking. Currently, I'm trying to just keep talking until I figure out where the stop button is, because I'm not looking down. Uh, because again, I'm driving. I'm being safe, as I've said. Uh, hands are on the wheel, both of them. Both hands are on one wheel, not both hands are on both wheels. Uh, and... I just needed to hit stop, and I'm going to stop talking, and hopefully I'll have cut out some of this. But if not, uh, congratulations, you made it to the end. Uh, I love you all, I miss you all, I hope to see you at the lock-in, and I hope that uh, January 9th comes back soon, and I hope that everybody's having a wonderful break, and that's all I've got.